Hey, this is Jim. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Today, I have a guest for us. Her name is Honey Woods, and she is a mother of six. She homeschools, and she's doing it on her own right now. And that's how she pays the bills, is building an online internet-based business. That's right. She's one of the business-building warriors in our community who has built an incredible business while homeschooling six kids. You're going to be blown away by her story. And what makes this episode especially timely is we dive right into the coronavirus, what effect it's having on her and her family and her business and how she's processing all of that, as well as we talk about the reality that a lot of families right now are homeschooling, maybe for the first time. The kids are at home. So you're doing life and business on top of kids and how's all that work? And is it crazy? Is it chaotic? Well, I think after today's episode, you're going to realize just how smooth life can be when you're doing this internet-based lifestyle that we talk about on this show all the time, even with all the kids in tow. Her kids are aged three to 11. There's six of them and she's doing a fantastic job. The peace that she has, confidence that she has, the uh, ability to grow the business and communicate ideas, Just an incredible young lady, and I'm excited to bring her to you. And just so you know, on the timing, you know, this episode's been bumped back a few times now, and I'm glad it was because here we are, right in the middle of March 2020, kind of the chaos of the coronavirus, and no one knows what the world will look like a month or two months or three months from now. But yet, you're going to hang out with a couple of people who are very confident that we know exactly what the future holds. Because we know God's in control and he's a good God and he holds our future. And you'll hear us talk about that a little bit today as well. So very unapologetically, maybe slightly more spiritual than you're used to, but this is the time for these kinds of conversations to be happening. And yes, this is a show committed to helping you launch and grow multiple streams of internet-based income. And we are sticking to that core message. But today, when the world's feeling a little bit crazy to so many people, we're going to spend a lot of time talking to, hopefully to your heart as well as your pocketbook. So God bless you, Business Building Warrior. I'm going to click a couple buttons and get Miss Honey Woods on the line. You're going to really enjoy this episode. Honey Woods, welcome to the show. So good to have you here. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. This is an interview I've been looking forward to for a while, and I think the timing is phenomenal. And I'll go into why here in a minute, but I want to just turn the microphone over to you pretty quick and and hear some of your story. And I'm still learning about your story, but I know enough to know that I'm very impressed and I think you're going to motivate a lot of people. Yeah, I am just so honored to be a part of this. This is awesome. This community has been amazing for my family. We've been selling online now since 2015 actually started when I had um, my newborn twins, which I don't recommend. <laughs> that, was, that was a rough start, twin newborns. Yeah, I'm, um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm a homeschooling mom of six kids, my oldest being 11. So they're all pretty young. We have a busy household, but being able to be in the world of e-commerce has been a huge blessing for our family, <laughs> countless ways. We started all of this really just to bring my husband home from a really stressful job. He worked at a place that was, he was really good at what he did. 
Um, but it was it was in the prison system. And so it's just a very, as you can imagine, incredibly stressful place to work. And the hours were crazy and he was always working night shifts. And so even though we just had newborn twins, we just wanted um, more time as a family, but not the crazy schedule. And I mean, it was like night shift. He would work for six months and then day shift for six months. And that's crazy with the family. So after doing this for a couple of years, we were actually able to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so take me through like the early stages of this business. And I want to talk a little bit more about the family angle, the, okay. the homeschool angle. And as we're recording this too, we're kind of right in what I believe is the middle of the coronavirus scare, like how does that impacted business life, homeschooling, right? We're in the middle of that season where that's in the news. And so those are the things I want to tackle, but let's start with the business side of the story. Like how did you guys start and how long ago was that? And and share any numbers you're comfortable with. We actually started out, it was in 2015 and I actually knew Ryan Rieger since we were kids. And so just in a conversation somehow along the way with him, he started talking about what he did. And of course, that just piqued my interest of, wait a minute, you know, there's there's a way out because my husband was working his job and, and it's it was a very good job and it was good pay. And we were able to be home with all our, I was able to be a stay-at-home mom with my kids and we wanted something different, but we didn't know what that looked like. There's not a lot of jobs that you can be a stay-at-home parent with a lot of kids and be able to pay all the bills. And so it really piqued my interest. And so we kind of just started looking around, you know, didn't really know much about any of this, but jumping in Seller Central, just kind of hoping and guessing. And I'll be honest, first of all, we were starting with twin newborns. So that was crazy. Plus four older kids. So it was a busy house. My husband was working night shift. So I was trying to squeeze in, you know, research and online arbitrage as best I could, which was really sad. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was just, you know, hoping for the best and um, thinking, well, you know, the whole copy and paste, and I'm just going to try to wing it and guess and see what I can find. And we found a few things and sent in a few things, but it, I'll be honest, it really wasn't going very well. And I remember conversations with my husband where we would say, how do people do this for a living? This just seems too hard. This is too overwhelming. Right. Um, and honestly, I, looking back now, I realize I didn't have the resources, the information, and I'm not a big person for tools, but I mean, there are other things that you can do. There are other, even just being in a community of people that know here's what has worked for me or here's what has not worked for me. We weren't really in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just touched our toes in the waters and didn't know a lot about that. And then the Legends community began and I was there at the very beginning of that. I remember a conversation with um, Danny Stock and Ryan Rieger early on before the Legends even became what it is now. And just little things that I learned in there about you know reverse sourcing and other things. And it completely transformed our business. <laughs> when we first started, I remember going in and if for any of you that have done retail arbitrage, this is going to be funny to you. I remember going into Walmart and we would be in there for an hour or longer and leave with nothing and think, I don't know how people do this. So we stopped sourcing Walmart of all places. We thought there must not be anything here we can sell. (laughs) Nothing at Walmart. And now I can go in there you know, and using the information, reverse sourcing, replans, all the stuff that's taught here. These were all things that I had learned, maybe not those words, but I had learned those tactics, those methods early on. So we, now I can go in there, you know, just walk in a store and fill up multiple carts in less than an hour and I'm not even thinking about it. 
I do that now. I actually source with all six of my kids. Anytime I do RA, it's me and all of them. We go in with a list and fill up the carts and know all of these are all profitable items and I don't even have to think about it. And it's a it's a ironic twist for us because going into Walmart at some point saying there's nothing here. <laughs> and now, you know, on the other side of that, seeing that there's a lot of opportunity out there. It's just knowing, you know, what's worked for other people, what hasn't worked for other people and being a part of a community that can encourage you to not stop and to not just say, well, never going to shop here again. I mean, and maybe there are places if you're doing arbitrage that may be better than others, but it's just funny. We we really struggled in Walmart of all places. And now that's yeah. one of our easiest I, I, places to I think to a lot of people things. start there. They get a little overwhelmed uh, trying it on their own. Mm-hmm. And then they realize there's a lot of golden nuggets right under their nose. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so you're primarily still retail arbitrage, online I do, shopping? or I do mostly arbitrage, yeah. With the replans, it's just been an easy process for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I could just have a list of things. Uh, I do. I have switched over to a lot more online arbitrage just for convenience. I have a huge blessing of just a local place that does all of our prep for us. So retail mm-hmm. and online. So I just drop things off and I don't have to deal with any of that now, which is absolutely wonderful um, to be able to have that, but we don't have all of that ourselves to do. That's phenomenal. Well, you're, you're doing such a masterful job. I mean, just with six kids, it's hard for me to even imagine. Now we, you know, we've got our crew, there's five of them, yeah. but it was when they were smaller, it's hard for me to remember taking them all at the same time through a store with me for a lengthy period of time. So <laughs> yeah. that's pretty incredible. Now I've met your crew and you got some yeah. good helpers in the mix. Yes. But still, uh, <laughs> that's no joke. And, yeah. and this is how you pay the bills. I mean, this yeah. is your income. You don't have any other job, correct? Um, I don't have any other jobs. I mean, I do some other things online. I do help other people with their businesses and I do some other things, but this is the vast majority of right. my income is this, yeah. It's all all online, all e-commerce stuff is... I know, like like in the Legends community that you mentioned, you're quite a leader there. You've done some speaking for us and you've done coaching uh, the Legends group. For those who are interested in what that is, you can go to provenamazoncourse.com slash legends and see. But it's it's a little... It's like a... I call it a break-off group from our bigger group. Our bigger group is tens of thousands of people, a big Facebook group all hanging out. But if you want to get a little more intimate, get to know people who are primarily focused on the most cutting edge creative retail and online sourcing strategies. That's kind of the core of this community, but they have their own events and get togethers. And it's a really cool group. It's kind of a little break off subgroup and it has its own little culture almost. It's almost a family feel. It's a really cool thing. And I love being there and at the events you guys do. And um, yeah, so that's legends. And that those links, all the links we mentioned today, go to silentgym.com and you can see today's episode. You'll see in the show notes, all the links. Uh, but the other thing you mentioned was replans, which is a course that's now included in the Proven Amazon course. Hasn't always been called that. We kind of sharpened that up and Jimmy and Brittany have helped us with that. And that's an incredible course that's helping a lot of folks. Yeah. So you've really reduced your job down to, you know, I'm sure you do some new research as much as you can, but there's a lot of items like you just go buy the same things over and over, either online or retail, same. And I you do. know about the rate they're going to sell yeah. and they sell on repeat basis. And uh, it's not necessarily just food items, is it? No, no. Um, I've got a lot of home and kitchen type items. Honestly, I've had clothing items and baby items. I mean, you name the category and you can find a replant in it. It's really just anything that sells repeatedly. So 
I think sometimes people get caught up in that word of what is this and what does this mean? But it's, it's anything that, that sells that you can consistently say, yeah, it's going to have similar pricing and it's going to consistently sell. And so, like you said, I could just go in with, I basically go in with a shopping list when I go to the store and say, this is what we're looking for today. And I do do other research, you know, and add new things because there are going to be some things that don't, don't stay there forever. Don't sell as well as I would hope they do. But for the most part, it is just going with a shopping list, whether that's online or in store. And it makes it so convenient for me. And with six kids in a store, whatever I can do to make it easy is is what I do. (laughs) Yeah. My kids are awesome too. They really do. They help with things. I think for me, including them in some of that stuff, even if it's just the in-store, you know, they know if you run into them, don't ask them what my replans are because they probably tell you um, because they know what that stuff is. They're like, hey, mom, look at this. Do we need any more of these? Because they're used to those things. That's how consistent my my shopping lists are. And how big is that list that you're like, how many items? Um, I've got consistently over 200 replans. Um, okay. You know, sometimes it fluctuates a little more, a little less, but I mean, there are things too that maybe I sold six months ago that I haven't sold for a little while. And all of a sudden I look back now and I think, wait a minute, hey, that's selling really well again now. So there are things that I go back and look at. And um, like I said, everything doesn't last forever, but... That's incredible. And, and you know, we've, we've had plenty of people in our community that any given weekend can go out easily in a, you know, two or three hours and find five to 20 replens. Yep. Right. Yep. Don't you know what yep. you're doing? Yeah. And they're everywhere. It, it is such an untapped territory. It's almost comical that there's a significant number of people in the Amazon reseller community who I've been hearing them say this for 20 years because I'm getting old. I've been around a while. <laughs> but retail arbitrage, shopping in retail stores, you know, that's going away. It's dying. And you're just another example. I mean, here's a mom. Yeah. Only income for her family is a couple hundred replan products that you've gone out and found and you kind of buy them on a repeat basis. That's primarily how you pay the bills. And then you do some coaching with us. You do some other course content creation and stuff. But the bulk, the majority of your income is a couple hundred replan items that you found. That's incredible. And I mean, honestly, that's just, that's for me. um, It's because I have six kids and I have a very busy full just life with that. Um, And the homeschooling, I could easily, if it was just me, myself, I could go out and get tons more in a weekend. So for me, that's, I'm okay with that. I'm content with that for now. And I slowly work that up, but it is, there's so much more out there. I mean, there are thousands and thousands of things out there, really, even just at Walmart, there are hundreds and hundreds more that I'm, that I, I know are there. I just haven't set aside the time to, to add those yet. But every time I go in, I try to add at least a handful of new items, every shipment, if possible. And, and for the skeptic who's maybe doing the math in their head and saying, well, thousands of people listen to this show. So this is going to get saturated at some point. Really, it's not ever going to happen because seasonal changes, seasonal differences at different... And we're just talking Walmart, guys. There's people who (laughs) in our community, they never set foot in a Walmart. They think Walmart people are crazy because there's so much opportunity. We've got a guy who by himself is doing seven figures. He only, I don't want to say only, 85, 90% of it's Target. Yeah. He never goes to Walmart. He's like, yeah. nah, all the good stuff's a target. And then you got the people, they only hit the regional retail places. I've got a couple regional it's, things that I'll do to add on to right. that. But a lot of mine really is just Walmart because it's easy. Um, yeah, it is so easy. And, and they're so everywhere. <laughs> but I just want to make sure that people realize how expansive it is. Yes, it is. Um, as new products come in constantly, stuff goes out of stock. 
And you know, some of the secret sauce in there is, hey, you notice something that was selling well is no longer on the shelf at Walmart. Well, you call up the distributor, the wholesaler, you build a reputation exactly. or build a relationship there. Now you got a new line right there. You encourage them. We even had people in our community buy out products that weren't doing... They, the retailer or, the, or the, the distributor didn't think it was doing real well. So they kind of shelved them and stopped distributing them. We know they're doing well on Amazon. It's like, hey, I'll buy all those. I'll buy, it. I'll buy up all of it. There's so <laughs> in some cases, much it even, opportunity. It's right in the warehouse where it, it stays there and they ship it to Amazon for them. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of opportunities that this leads to. So I didn't want anyone to, to think, well, okay, this is a Walmart thing. No. No. Way more expansive than that. I was talking to a, um, a friend of mine that I was kind of showing them, hey, this is what I do. Just kind of give them a little intro because they're interested in this and and walking through some of this with them. And so they'll send me little pictures every once in a while. What do you, what do you think about this item? Is this a good item? And I'm looking thinking, I don't think I've even walked in that part of the store, you know? So for me to share what I know with someone else is not a big deal to me. They're not competition to me. I love to be able to help another family serve them that they can do this to provide, you know, supplemental income or whatever it is for their family. And they're finding things that I would have never even found. I mean, there's so much opportunity out there. It's not anywhere near saturation. No, no, we're not even, that's not even on the horizon. No. And like I say all the time, I probably say it at least once every other episode, only 10% of retail in the United States is online. 90% of retail shopping in the United States. Now I think we're swinging and this might be a good segue to our next topic. I think that 10% number is going to take one of its biggest swings that it's ever taken into the online shopping territory. And especially as we're sitting here in March, 2020, if you're listening to this well after that time, go back and read the headlines because everybody was starting to shop online. March, 2020, I think is going to be this like circle it on the calendar moment in the history of internet retail because people are staying home. I think the world's kind of locked down right now. Everyone's nervous about this Corona thing and online shopping is exploding. (laughs) But it's still, as of the most recent government report in the United States, it's only 10% of retail. That means to the point I was going to make first before we start talking virus is online has so much room to grow. There's so much room for so many more people to jump into this with new products and new trends constantly coming on the scene, products expiring on the shelf that the retailer no longer carries, but people are still looking for, or they move yes. to a new part of the world, a new part of the country, they can't find it anymore. We're the ones that fill that gap. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity is unlimited, just yeah. unlimited. Anybody, really anybody can do this. I mean, it's, it is such a, you know, people say that it's kind of like the gold brush, except there's gold for everybody. <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> once you have the skills, it's not yeah. the people who are selling the shovels and picks. We've all heard that. They're the only ones making, no. We've got thousands of success stories in our community yes. Yes. and we're teaching great people like you and thousands of others and you've helped so many uh, how to do this business every day. And Amazon itself says, hey, we need these third-party sellers to source product for us. And I'm thinking the trend starting March 2020, a whole lot of people, especially in the older demographics, maybe the ones that have never shopped online before, yeah. they're going to figure it out. Uh, because this has been a scary time for them. And, and our prayers go out to all who are affected, of course, right now by this situation, uh, be it the panic or the actual virus itself, both of which are kind of scary to watch unfold in some yeah. regards. But where do you want to go from there? Because I think I've opened up a few new topics and you know, let, let's talk through it. Yeah, I think that uh, people look for the convenience of all this. And I think there um, is so much out there, not even you know, coming from my end of this has become our are the main income for our family, but people out there looking for stuff. 
I'll be honest right now. Um, you know, I'm looking around and I'm thinking there's things that I can't find when I go into a store, whatever that may be. And so we're able to provide that for them, you know, and I think that it, it is just unlimited possibility from both ends, you know, as a seller and um, as a buyer, when you're, you can't find things, that's the place you go. I mean, if you think about it, there's anything, we sell strange stuff year round, holiday things and things you wouldn't think that people would want. And um, I always think that that's strange and it doesn't make any sense to me. But at the same time, if you think about, and I, I would really like one of these or I'm out of this and I can't find it anywhere. What's the first place you think? You think online. Um, most of the time, honestly, you think Amazon. <laughs> so I know that, that like you said, it's going to be even more so going from this point um, in this season, especially. But potentially from this point forward, people are going to be looking for different things. People are going to be looking for those conveniences to be able to be in their home, do whatever life they can do, but having the things come to them. And so if we can provide that service, I love being able to do that. I would argue it's one of the more stable income opportunities that you could possibly be in. Right now, especially, yes. Yeah, right now and then then leading into the future. Those of us who know how to keep the world working using the internet, you know, keep product flowing off the shelf. There's a lot of people out there that have no idea how to get their product onto Amazon. Yeah. Or they have they have extra bulk products that if you just move it online, suddenly it becomes valuable, but they don't know how to they don't know how to do these things. And that branches into so many new relationships and partnerships and opportunities. Just mm-hmm. such an abundant world of, of opportunity for those of us who are in. And by no means, I like to emphasize all the time on by no means is this saturated. We welcome new sellers. We want you. I mean, we're in the middle right now, honey, of having an incredible just the past six, eight weeks leading into this week, all kinds of products just exploding. And we're looking at where we're sourcing these products from. It's people in this community. Yeah. One person has the product, another person has the skill, another person has the marketing, these creative partnerships that keep popping up. And everybody kind of stays in their lane. And we're all making a lot of money together, serving customers well. It's an incredible community. And I, I think that's an important point for us to emphasize as well, especially right now when we, we can kind of feel isolated. Well, us as internet marketers, we're kind of used to that. You know, yeah. like, There's a lot of people, let me just paint a scenario that's, you know, that this is the reality for a lot of people as we're sitting here in the middle of March, 2020. A lot of stuff's been canceled, trips and big sporting events and all this. A lot of people are being told, hey, uh, work from home, or they're being told, oh, we don't need you right now. There's not much work. Yeah. And a lot of people are very nervous about, you know, where's that income going to come from the next couple months or for the foreseeable future? You know, what, what does the future hold? And I would argue again that now's a great time to launch into this type of business Absolutely. arrangement. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And I think you brought up something um, that made me think that, it, you know, you can hear my story and you can listen to a lot of these other stories and these other podcasts and you can think, well, I don't want to do that. Or I wouldn't, I don't want to go in Walmart or I don't, um, I don't want to take my kids shopping or whatever that may be. But to realize the opportunity is not just this. There is a wealth of opportunity. The relationships that are built, maybe there's a different aspect of this that clicks with you of, wow, I'd really like to do that. Or, you know what? I have this area of expertise I could bring to the table. There are so many different things. And I think right now, um, the term being social distancing and you know disconnecting from people, I think that we are already so used to a lot of the things we do are online, but we have managed to still be social. Maybe it's not always in person. You know, we happen to be in the same state, but most people that are on a lot of these podcasts and things, they're all over the world. 
Um, this is something you can do from anywhere, but because we have the internet, the incredible power of the internet and so many online things, um, we don't have to be distant socially in all aspects and just continuing to connect with other people. There's going to be a lot more opportunity um, besides just the arbitrage, besides just selling stuff on Amazon, whatever that looks like. There's so much of that. Whenever people connect, there's opportunity, there's relationship Mm -hmm. and opportunity. I mean, we both went through the same book study. You actually came to my house a few times and book study on business secrets from the Bible. And that's one of the core secrets that the Hebrews have understood for thousands of years is if you get people together and interacting and building relationships, money just kind of results and the economic benefit just kind of happens. It's natural. They serve each other in mutually beneficial ways. You know, one guy's the butcher and he makes the meat and the other guy does this and they got to each specialize. Suddenly you're exchanging goods and money makes it possible for that to happen without it having to be a barter. And so suddenly everyone finds themselves wealthier, just kind of doing what they're good at. And and that's the beauty of it. Well, so you enter the virtual community like what we have and that same type of thing happens just by hanging out, the opportunities drop and present themselves. And we have people in our community, they're not selling any physical product of their own. They've just partnered up with other people who have products that don't have the time. You know, we've got plenty of that going on in our community where someone has a product, someone else helps manage the, you know, Amazon process. And yeah. it's a zero risk proposition for everybody involved. It's a really beautiful thing. So yeah, plenty of opportunity. I love that we're very positive and very bullish on the future of online selling, it, especially if you plug into a community. So if maybe you just want to take a little baby step, get into our community, check yeah. it out a little bit, hang out with some of the great people and uh, just see what happens next. Listen to a few podcast episodes. And um, well, I, I want to hear your perspective on you know something that, that strikes me is I'm thinking... There's probably a lot of single moms out there, you know, taking care of doing life themselves right now with some kids in tow, kind of a little nervous about the economic future, especially in light of what we've got going on right now. But for those watching the video, you can see, honey, like she's just not nervous. I mean, (laughs) it's not out of, you know, we're ignoring the headlines. Like we see everything that's going along. We've, you know, we were talking before we started recording, like we've seen everything from the, we've seen both sides of the bell curve, you know, people over here are saying, ah, it's nothing. The people over here saying into the world apocalypse. Well, it's probably neither one of those. It's somewhere in between, but you're just not nervous. You're not scared. I I just want to hear in your own words, you know, why is that? Where's that come from? I'll be honest. I'm in a unique situation now. And uh, some people see this and and hear this and some people already know this, but for the past year, my husband actually hasn't been living with us. I love my husband. You will never hear me say anything bad about him, but you know, we all have struggles in life. And right now he's just going through some things. And so Anyway, with that though, I have learned to more so than ever, um, I've always been a follower of Jesus and I have learned more so than ever to lean in and to trust him. And so living this whole past year, doing all of this that I'm doing, um, I have six kids that I'm providing for solo with um, all these e-commerce things, mostly arbitrage right now. Um, I homeschool them. And so living all of this past year like this, with the situation that we're currently in, um, and the world looking a little different in this March 20, right, 2020 right now, it doesn't, it doesn't come at me um, as this big, terrifying, scary thing, because I already know that God has carried me through so much. And so I don't live in fear. I don't live blindly. I'm still you know, trying to be wise. I'm looking for ways. I think right now, what's most exciting for me is because I've been in this position and because I've gone through things that I've seen and watched God carry me through, that I'm in this spot now where I can look and see all the scary things in this world going on around me 
and I can come at it instead of thinking, what am I going to do? How are we going to be okay? And being terrified, I can look at it and say, how can I help other people? I know there are people that are struggling. How can I serve them? You know, I don't, I'm not a huge seven figure seller, but I make enough that provides for my family. And for me, that's a tremendous blessing. For me, it is more important to me right now to be able to spend a lot more time with my kids and invest in them and homeschool them and whatever that looks like. So that's been my priority. Yes, pay the bills. Yes, take care of things. But I'm still in a position where I don't have to live in fear that we aren't going to have groceries next week. And so if someone else around me needs that, we're going to go do that. Well, I love before we hit the record button today, we're just getting caught up a little bit because we we don't see each other all that often, although we're, we're... We're kind of neighbors. Wait, how far away from Indy are you? Is a bit. Of I a think drive. I'm like an hour and a half. So hour and a half. Yeah, not too bad. So, but it was really cool having you the house a few times for that Bible study. But that was quite a haul. Yeah. Uh, so I really appreciate that again. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun. That was a fun study that we got it to was, do with yeah. a group of people. But the thing that occurs to me that I wanted to point out to the listeners is because I don't know if you'd bring it up yourself if I didn't mention it, but you said the kind of stuff you're talking about in homeschool this week and how you can serve others. Fill us in on that project. I mean, just to show people where your heart and mind are really at, I'm pretty impressed. I got to tell you, in, in the source of that kind of attitude is not something you can just dig deep and foster up. That, that's the point I'm going to make. But, but tell us, what project are you guys talking about right, right now at home? Yeah, so we, um, you know, seeing all these things and all the schools closing and everything else, you see all these headlines and um, you know everything around you for us, it's not anything different. It's just normal. You know, mom works from home and um, we do some arbitrage and we do homeschool. It's not anything abnormal for us, Um, but, but everything around us looks different. And so this week for school, we've been talking about making it a a serve week um, where we are going to choose to be intentional. And my kids and I are brainstorming. They're all 11 and under at this point. My youngest are um, four-year-old twins now. So we get some interesting thoughts and we're still working through a lot of that, but we're looking for ways that we can serve. You know, I know that there are some some older people in communities around us that either they can't get out or they're afraid to get out to grocery stores, which I don't blame them. You know, there's there's a lot of that, just the nervousness. And so if that's something we can do to come bring groceries, that's what we're going to do. It might be those simple things, but I love that we are able to take this week. I'm able to teach my kids to think of others first, to put others first. And I know not everyone would see that as a schooling thing, but that's absolutely, to me, that's vital education. That My kids know that is way more important to me than they check off a, another number off a worksheet. Not that they don't do other learning. We spend a lot of time, the reading and the math and the science and all those other things. But for this week, we're being intentional to say, how can we serve others? You know, I've, we, I talked to uh, my pastor last week and we were looking at, you know, saying, hey, if you guys need somebody to come in and do extra cleaning, I got a whole bunch of helper hands that would love to scrub down some whatever needs to be cleaned up. So I'm not really sure exactly what that's going to look like for us this week, but we are in a position where we don't have to sit and hole up in our house and be fearful and scared about everything. And it may not be big because I know everything right now is kind of starting to shut down. They don't want big groups of people. So it may not be anything big. It may be dropping somebody's prescription off at their door. I don't know what that is. We're still figuring out what we're able to do, but we want to be intentional this week to say, how can we serve others? Because we're okay. We know that we have peace and joy in our home. How can we serve others in this situation and um, with the time that we have? And so that's our focus this week. That's something that just, I thank God on a regular basis, almost said daily, but I want to be 100% honest in my my (laughs) statement, several, at least a handful of times per week that part of what I get to do for a living 
is spend time with people who no one would hold it against them if they just kind of said, you know what, world? <laughs> I'm in a rough situation and I need a bunch of people that couldn't just kind of take care of me right now because I'm going through some stuff. But instead, through choice and through fortitude and through, in your case, and many cases of others, guests we've had on this show, a strong spiritual walk, strong walk with the Lord, they've been able to put themselves in a position where they're having conversations like what you just described that are like, hey, you know, the, the world's a little crazy right now. Let's find a new interesting way to serve others Yeah, because we yeah. can. And I would, I'm going to ump up the ante a little bit on what you just said, where, you know, like, hey, we're doing the math and those other things too. And I know you, I think you'd agree with me. This is far more important of an Absolutely. Still, these kind of yes. thought processes and values, this other oriented thinking into your kids. I mean, you're creating some powerful, you know, we don't raise kids, we raise adults, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're raising yeah. adults. Yeah. They'll get there someday. That's what we're raising. And you're creating some incredible future adults that are going to contribute and serve and love in some big ways. Um, one of the things that this lifestyle allowed us to do when I first left the corporate world was it was every Wednesday there for probably three or four years. And my wife, Andrea, has now picked up the tradition and they do it every Monday now, is go to a nursing home and just spend time, find a creative way to, because we can, find that. a creative way to hang out, have conversations. There's no healthier environment in the world for someone who's at that stage of life and to have kids around. They just yeah. light up. They love kids. Yeah. And the kids get to learn great lessons about yeah. treating someone with respect, even though they're maybe a little grumpy. Maybe even they look a little kind of sick. Maybe they're not the most pleasant person to look at because of some of the conditions they have. But you, you coach them and you teach them through. And what you wind up with is these incredible you know, teams that can yeah. just be comfortable in any environment and can engage and they don't look the other way if someone doesn't look right. They look them in the eye and treat them like a human because that's what they're dealing with, right? Exactly. So that we have the time as homeschooling families and as internet-based entrepreneurs, the time and the flexibility, you know, that's how we're using it. Now, yes. plenty of people will say, well, you know, the single guys is like, I just want to get as much money as I can and get the car and get the girls and get the, you know, like, okay, you can make your money and do your thing. But yeah. when you start shaping that next generation, you're talking families, like, you know, the way it resonates with us. Yeah. You know, that's part of the most valuable part of this process. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there right now as we're having this conversation, they're kind of playing around with homeschool for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, Intentionally or not, yes. <laughs> right? Some of them were drugged into it. Yeah. And uh, we're saying, hey, have a, have a little fun with it. Be a little creative. Just yeah. Take this time and just see how it feels a few weeks from now. If maybe you've launched a side business, involved the kids in your life in a new way. Yeah. Take care of some people that maybe you otherwise would have kind of not paid attention to and just see what that feels. And then imagine life where if that was your daily routine, um, yeah. because there's people out here that get to do that. Like, honey, that's what our family life is like. Very flexible. Yeah. yeah so it, it, this isn't the, uh, you know, talk everybody into homeschool episode of the silent <laughs> radio, but at the same time, hey, that's who you're talking to. Yeah. And you hear me bring it up all the time and how big a fan we are and the results we're getting and uh, there's an episode I had with my 20-year-old son, Trey, and that's that's where your kids are heading, Honeywoods. They're just yeah. going to think yeah. like entrepreneurs, yes, and they're going to think relationally and the opportunities that open up to them as a result, regardless if they get a B- minus in math. Yeah. They're yeah. going to have so many great opportunities. Yeah. My kids are very social, very friendly. Yeah. They are... I love I when you were talking... They're incredible. <laughs> they are really good kids. They... 
they just love people. And so, I mean, we go to stores and we're sourcing and they are like, they know the cashiers and they're talking to them and ask them about their week. And we go to church. And I loved how you were talking about the, um, at the nursing homes and, and my kids adore, it's like they have like a hundred grandparents at church on Sundays. They will just go and hug them and talk to them. And um, I love being able to see those those things in their life and give them those opportunities. It really can be anywhere, but I love the flexibility of our lifestyle that we can do that. And you know, wherever we go and whatever we're doing, they're they're connecting, they're learning how to um, love others, how to serve others. And like you said, to me, that has so much more value than just the, you know, get this assignment done kind of things. Yeah. The the academic education, if you will, right? Which, you know, you can pick up in a book. And, you know, it, there's something... It, academics, I'm not blowing them off, you know, no, education no. from that yeah. old vantage point. But, but without that moral foundation, you can, you know, you can create a well-educated, fairly moral corrupt person. And I would, I would argue that's kind of a yeah. failure. Yeah. So these moral foundations that we're able to, to build into our kids with the flexibility of time we have, because it takes time to build character like that. You've got to be very intentional with circumstances you put them in and how you challenge them. I remember we used to have plenty of conversations with our kids before we'd go into any given social situation. (laughs) And we'd run through some scenarios. And one of our children in particular, he wouldn't mind if I pointed it out, but there's no need to. But we'd say, okay, I'm going to play the role right now of person X because last time you interacted with them, it didn't go too well. You hid behind mommy's leg and you looked at the ground. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, I'm person X now. And they're like, no, yeah. you're not. I'm like, yeah, I am. You treat me. So I'm going to come up. What are you going to do? And they try and they mess up and they try to. And yeah. this is us just getting ready for. And yeah. then we actually get to this social engagement yeah. to church or the restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Now it's go time. And they're so proud when they pull it off. Like, yeah. you know, you get to practice and do those things with your kids. They don't, the typical school doesn't do that stuff, you know. So do that with the kids while you have the time. My oldest um, for. I mean, the youngest of, of my oldest four is actually, he's still only six. So he's still kind of little, but my oldest four actually sit with me um, in church when we go to church on Sundays. And it's not a normal thing, but that's just what works for our family. And that's what we've chosen for our family. And I am constantly having people come up and tell me, wow, your kids are really well behaved and you know how they they carry themselves and, and how polite and respectful they are to sit during the service and whatever. And it's just normal for us. And I, I remember talking to someone the other week and saying, you know, I think sometimes we um, almost set the bar too low for kids thinking this is too hard for them or there's no way they can do this, but slowly walking them through and giving them the opportunity to do that. And yes, they're going to mess up. Oh my goodness. You know, my kids have rough days. I know your kids have had rough days. Everybody Everybody does, but it's learning through those and it's teaching them and giving them opportunities, whatever that is, you know, that applies with kids, that applies with business. You're, you're going to mess up. There's going to be bumps along the way, but you learn and you grow from them. And I think that's what's so important is to, to rise to that opportunity and not just keep lowering the expectations there. And, and for the, the listeners today who are thinking, wow, I thought this was a e-commerce <laughs> podcast. Well, you know what? The, it is. And because the whole world right now is homeschooling. Yes. I mean, literally <laughs> the whole world yes. is yes. homeschooling yes. this week. If, you're gonna, if we're going to be an e-commerce community that teaches people how to do that, well, everyone with kids is figuring out how to do life and kids at the same time. And we're saying, hey, that's our normal. So yeah, it can be done. I mean, that's what we do every day. And it works. You know, your kids are at a younger stage. You know, my whole crew, you got to add about 10 to the whole group. And you got my crew, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a slightly smaller crew, but add 10 years to all of them. So we got, you're at one end of the, of the spec of the, the age experience. I'm kind of 10 years plus. 
And we're saying, hey, it works. Yeah. It cranks out some incredible young people, some great teens, some great young people that can you know, look, look their elders in the eye and have a, have a good handshake, have a good conversation and be polite, yeah. you know, sit with you in church or sit with you at a restaurant without causing a scene. Go to a store without pulling stuff off the shelf. You know, you've been behind those awkward, you know, and, and I remember my kids at your, your kids your age when they were and they would see someone acting like that and they'd be embarrassed for them. Like, mommy, yeah. I want the candy bar. Put it in the cart. You put it Mine on the belt. the same way. <laughs> told you no. And they start throwing a fit and the kid wins inevitably, you know, just to keep the peace. And you're like, oh my gosh, those, the, the poor mom, that poor kid, you know, and your kids are like, mommy, that's not right, is it? You know? <laughs> yeah. Because think, we've had the time. Yes, I was going to say, that's what it is. That key right there is what this whole e-commerce world has provided for me is time that I can, right. I can use that you know, like you said, if I want to go and, and make billions and millions and have fancy cars and all that, if that's what I choose with my time, then that's okay. But I choose to spend that time investing in my kids, investing in my family, you know, yes, still working on business, but it, it looks different. And so I have the time that I can stop and take those moments and use those teachable moments. And I'm not rushed because I only have, you know, a little bit of time at the end of my workday. Um, I have the time to invest in them. And that's the beauty of this whole e-commerce world. I'm not working, you know, 40, 60 hours a week to be able to pay, or pay my bills. I'm able to squeeze it in, in weird times if I need to. Sometimes it's after they go to bed. Sometimes it's early in the morning or, you know, when they're having a little bit of downtime or whatever, it looks different. And I've got to be flexible with that, but I have the time to be able to spend with my kids. And to me, that's invaluable. That's just been a huge, huge blessing for my family that I have the, the opportunity that I don't have to leave them because I don't want to, I don't have to leave them all day, every day. I get to spend that time with them. And so that the whole e-commerce world is just um, so much opportunity for that, that you get more time and you yeah. can choose it how you want. This is how I'm choosing to spend and, mine. And there may be a few listeners who are thinking to themselves, well, if I had a bunch of extra time, that's not how I'd spend it. That's cool. Yeah. We're just saying, if you do this right, you can have a nice, solid, steady income, have that flexibility and freedom to become that person you'd like to be, help shape your kids, Yep. And yeah, we're both pro homeschool. And as a reminder, if you're listening to this well after March 2020, <laughs> the whole world's kind of homeschooling right now. So bear with us while we <laughs> just kind of stand on that soapbox for a minute and say, yeah, you, you can do this. Maybe when the schools open back up, you're one of those parents that's thinking, do I just keep rolling with this? We're saying, yeah, you kind of can. They're your kids. Their education is your responsibility anyway. So if you're able to do it from home, put your values into those kids, and not everyone who listens to this is has even has kids of that age, and we understand that. But hopefully, you you know the heart behind this, and we're saying, hey, you can have that flexibility, yeah, that lifestyle that you want without That's having to work sixty hours a week or even forty hours a week to get it, yeah. and have a lot of time left in your week. And you're proof, Honeywoods, you are proof <laughs> that this yeah. works. Yeah, and I love it you've just destroyed a bunch of people's excuses today on <laughs> all kinds of things. We never know what's going to speak to someone's heart when they listen to an episode like this. But yeah. um, what, what other things would you like to share with the listeners? Because I know you've heard a few podcast episodes. You kind of know how we roll. Like, you know, is there, are there any tips or strategies or anything that pops into your head? Any encouragement for anyone as we start to wrap up this episode? I think the biggest things for me really is just the attitude to not quit because you are going to have rough moments. You're going to have you know, unexpected things that happen. It's, that's life in general. But I mean, even in this business, there's going to be things that happen that you, are, you don't expect. Um, and going into it with a mindset of having the end goal in mind. You know, I still, for me, it's still a priority that I 
want to be able to pay my bills and be home with my kids. And so if I keep that in mind as that's a big part of why I'm doing this, then it gives me that motivation when there's a rough day or there's some issue that comes up that I don't just shut down and quit and say, this is never going to work for me. You know, so just that, that mindset of knowing why you're doing it. So you don't get stuck and you don't quit. And I do have to say, I have to throw this in there too. And this is a whole other aspect, but find ways to outsource that may be as simple as, you know, your kids helping with the dishes more. It may not even be business related. I know like last year I found somebody and paid somebody to help mow our property. I mean, there's so many different things you can do, but realizing that if you want your business to grow, you cannot do it all on your own or it's not going to get very big if you do. I mean, I guess you technically can, but your business is only going to grow to a certain point if you're trying to do it all on your own. You know, us being able to outsource our prep and other things we do, me teaching my kids how to do certain things around the house. I'm not doing every single thing for every one of my children every all day, you know, teaching them how to do things and take responsibility for things, outsourcing things that I can, you know, that may look like a VA, it may look like a prep center, might be somebody coming and helping you out with something. But outsourcing has been key for me too, because this is not as much as, yes, this is what I do. It's not all just me doing all of it by myself either. Um, right. So, well, and as it's occurring to me too, as a testament to your ability to, to manage, to outsource, you mentioned your kids, ages mm-hmm. three to 11. And for the listener who may not be aware of this, let me brag on you for just a moment. When we started this, it's been, we're coming up on an hour now because we talked for a bit before we started the episode. They're self contained right now. I imagine the older ones are in charge of the younger. <laughs> now at any given moment, one yeah. of them could come running in with, you know, you never know. elbow or something. Well, yeah. I, like yeah. there, that is the reality that you've been able to build. And uh, I would actually love if they came running in and had some surprise <laughs> for us, but they're not. They're, yeah. they're self-entertaining right now and keeping themselves busy. And yeah. you know, I'm not sure what they're doing exactly. You mentioned something about some Play-Doh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For now, they're entertained with Play-Doh, so. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah. great job. Great job. Well, this this episode has been a lot of fun for me. I, yeah. hope, uh, I hope it's been as fun for you, honey, as well. Yes. Thank you so um, much for having me on. Yeah, it's been, it's been a real pleasure. And I, I just feel like this is the kind of thing I could just... I love that I get to do this for a living. We could go another hour, but I want to serve our listeners well and bring this episode in for a landing. And if you have questions for us, Honey's one of the great moderators in our group. She's very active in Legends, which we mentioned earlier. She's, she's always in the My Silent Team Facebook group, which is completely yeah. free. And you can jump in there, ask questions. There's a lot of homeschool families in our community too, if you happen to have a question on one of those topics. But yeah. um, we would be honored to help you out and answer any questions that have resulted in your mind today as a result of listening to this episode. And uh, let me just let you know that, you know, that this is difficult times that we're in. We're recording this in the middle of March 2020. I mean, the, the stock market has dropped, what, 30% the past few weeks and people are nervous and scared and jobs and all this. But we're honestly just not scared. And it's not because we're misinformed. It's because we have the Prince of Peace. It's, that's who we refer to uh, our Savior as the Prince of Peace. So if you're not walking daily with the Prince of Peace, man, read up on it. Find out who that is and uh, pick up a copy of a Bible. Talk to someone who believes in that message and um, start a walk. Now's a good time to do it because there's uh, some things you can control and some things you can't, but we serve, Honey and I serve and my family and her family. We serve a God that's in control of everything. So take that peace with you and know that there is huge opportunity. And I fully believe that, I don't know if it's a matter of weeks or a few months, but we're going to be on the other side of this and it's going to be beautiful. I think we've learned some good 
good lessons as a nation and as a world even as we go through this. So I'm very optimistic just from that vantage point, let alone having a God who's in control. uh, We're blessed. So honey, what a great guest, just a perfect guest for this episode. And it was an honor to spend some time with you today. Uh, And to the business building warriors out there who have enjoyed this episode, um, God bless you. We're praying for you. We're in your corner. We love serving you. We love seeing you succeed. Our team is here standing by, ready to help answer questions that you have welcome you into this community. Come hang out as there's nothing else like it online. So while you're social distancing, don't social distance yourself too far from our Facebook group. Hang out with us, okay? And we'll have another episode like this again with you real soon. Thanks to our guest, Honey Woods. You did a great job. Thank you. And we'll have another episode for you real soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.